Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Oh, man. Ooh, who the hell is this? Is that Adele? Dang. She really lost a lot of weight. Hmm. Man, she's not a... Wow. Hmm. So this is the one that really causes a lot of people problems, huh? I don't see what the big deal is. I mean, all she is is four forehead and kneecaps right now. This is, uh, yeah, this, um, I don't see why everybody's so upset about this, but hey, whatever. People have their problems and I have mine too, cause I'm late. So let's get into it. Welcome to the JMS show here on K360 Radio. Hey, what's going on, ladies and gentlemen? How are you doing? Welcome back to the J-Man Show here for episode 151. <laughs> Finally, right? I'm your host, Jay, of course, like I always am every week. And man, <laughs> I'm telling you this, this episode was, uh, God, was episode 150 just that good to the point where maybe I should have left on top, right? Because <laughs> this is the third time actually trying to get this episode right. I mean, phew. it's good to be back, though. I mean, because I was, like, uh, sitting there wondering when I was going to come back. Because I had, like, different projects going on at the same time. <laughs> and, um, man, this one got almost thrown to the wayside a little bit. Like, think about it. The first one I did, I mean, I was all set and ready to go. And I had things practiced and planned out. But, um, I was so good, I didn't even make it to 30 minutes. You know what I'm saying? Like, th- this is what I had. I had um all the bases covered, but it lasted for about 18 minutes. Yeah. Y- you see, it was at that point where it wasn't even a mini-bite episode, and it wasn't a J-Man show episode. It was just that I I don't know what the hell it was. It was an offshoot. It was like the weirdest offshoot there was. Because, I mean, when I started doing it, it said I was on the air for at least 32 minutes. But then, I guess, the feed just decided to turn into something else. And then when I listened to it, like, it was all scratchy and airy. And then, like, it just didn't... You you really couldn't hear what the hell I was talking about. That happened a lot in uh, Season 1. But I I don't remember it happening, 
like right right now you know maybe i should expect this sometime of course then again it has been a recent full moon right you know what they say about the full moon sometimes it brings out the uh best in you which is more or less your alternative self at best and uh yeah i just wasn't myself on thursday or hell even friday even like when i came back like friday was interesting because i didn't really have to stay at the day job that long yeah i had a little bit of a shortage in the product so hey i got sent home and that was awesome nobody else got sent home well yeah but then again i'm not really looking at anybody else if you think about it now you guys can go ahead and say i'm pretty self-serving when it comes to moments like that and you'd be damn right because at the same time i mean that's all you can look out for that's just how bad things have gotten at my day job and the way they're just trying to treat people i'm trying to go ahead and hold all of this uh, nonsense over people's heads. Like, I really wish that the media would quit saying that we're frontline, that we're all this. Uh, we're essential workers. Because some people have gotten so swallowed up by that, ego-wise, it's just unbearable. It's like, you know, I've been at this job for a while now. And I'm neither good nor bad at it. I mean, because at the same time, it doesn't take much to even do my job. And I'm always like... You know, you do it day by day so you can get where you need to be. You're you're always building something. You know what I mean? And that's the thing about me. You've seen it during my hiatus. You've seen it on some of my feeds that I send you on different spots or different social media networks. I'm always working on something. Because, you know, like where I'm currently at is not exactly a safe haven. And I'm not allowing that to become my comfort zone or what defines me. And it, it doesn't. It's the choice of, you know, me going there and making money. And you see right now, everybody's kind of feeling the pinch. I mean, some places are starting to reopen. I'll give you that. Like, maybe there's a chance for them to go ahead and thrive again. Maybe there's a chance for everything to make sense. Though I really doubt it because the old normal's starting to come back. Now, who would have thought during, at least in this time in peak pandemic, that somebody would go out there... And shoot a person who is jogging just because they are a person of color. And have their son join them in that. Chase the man and shoot him. And then they went without a um, went without a criminal charge for a while. Like, it didn't happen this month, but the, the news of it broke out, I think. And it's just, you know, I still have a hard time accepting what happened to Bottom Jean. Let alone this, this new man. And it's like, come on, man, nobody has time for this anymore. There's no reason to act this way based or based on a rational hate of somebody for either their skin or their body size or whatever. And it's just to the point where it's like, you know, what kind of a pathetic individual will even think that this is a good thing? I mean, what with all this uh, white supremacy and all that kind of stuff? And I'm not trying to say that, um, I'm not crazy enough to tell you that racism doesn't exist because they're structuralized and and you know institutionalized racism too there's a lot of lying going on there's a lot of things that don't make any sense and it still keeps happening i don't know why the hell we're even in that situation and what did they get out of it you know what i'm saying like what exactly is the end game about it say oh i'm number one i i'm in charge of all this ain't nothing to brag about the world's destroying itself Matter of fact, there's a lot of significant lessons and food for thought around here, but I don't think anybody's trying to consume it. And this is on anything. 
You should always prepare for the worst, especially when it comes to a pandemic. Like you got people going up in there spending money. And I'm wondering how they're spending money because a lot of people ain't really working right now. Now, should I use that as a way of saying, you know, Jay, you, you should really, really, and this is what people keep telling me. You know, you should be thankful you have a, I'm like, ah, shut up. I didn't say I wasn't thankful. I'm just saying I will not allow myself to get treated like I'm just a number. I will not allow myself to get disrespected on the daily. You know what I'm saying? Before people go ahead and chime in on that whole, oh, oh, you should be grateful. You should mind your own damn business. And then you see, like, unfairness about all this kind of stuff. Well, nobody said life was going to be fair, but it's got to be somewhat reasonable sometimes. And then when it gets right down to uh, what I said earlier about the discrimination and the prejudices and stuff, it's like, nobody has time for this. We're all suffering together. We might as well just go ahead and put those differences aside because you're never going to get anything out of it. You know what I mean? We're all not getting out of this alive. We all... Well, I like to think that we all tend to, the average 99%er that is, is suffering either in a job they don't like or trying so hard to try to get things done by the end of the month. You know what happens at the end of the month, don't you? It's usually bill time, isn't it? Mortgage time or whatever. You know what I mean? Whatever the setup is going to be, whatever significant thing you have to take care of, one way or another, there's a way of, you know, gaining your livelihood and then, of course, you have to pay. And it's just to the point where it's like, you know, do it right. Pay your dues. And people act as though, like, oh, they're bigger and better than that or they don't have to. Which is why, like, people are out here doing whatever the hell they want to do. That's why we got, like, 5,000 cases in my state alone. Hell, over 5,000 cases. I think we're about to hit 6,000 now. Think about it. Of course, you know, if, if you ever have a situation like that, don't work at my job because I guarantee this. If you are trying to take care of yourself... The management, of course, will have a problem with it. They'll sit there and they'll say, "Oh, you know, Jay, uh, you can't, you can't call out because, because you know, you take care of yourself." I, I'm so scared because see, other people are doing it, and yeah, I'm sitting there thinking this. I'm like, "Why am I in this office? You're not supposed to address me about anything at all, let alone what I do." Now, if you're like me, and you know damn well that you're all you have. Like, they don't care about you. I mean, people out here that work in these jobs and stuff, if anything, they'll make you hate people after a while. And then they want to make you feel guilty because of, oh, I'm not making the profit margin today. Yeah, you know what? You're not making the profit margin today because at the end of the day, I'm taking care of myself. I'm all I got. If I'm sick or if my left eye leaks or if I'm sneezing or if I have a real significant case of diarrhea, I'm not coming in. And if I do come in, I'm going to be right there in the manager's office because I'm going to be patient zero. I'm going to affect everything that's there. I'm going to go ahead and turn it from coronavirus to the J virus. That's what I do. And the truth be told, they'll sit right there and be like, oh, you can't be acting that way. The hell I can't. Don't ever tell me what I can't do. I will find a way, damn it. <laughs> and you ought to know because I have well over 151 episodes of me doing things my way. And it's just insane the way people are. It don't make no sense. But this fool tried to have me in the office and tell me all these life stories and all these problems as a way of getting me to apologize or to have sympathy. Fat chance. I looked at him. I was like, hey, man, 
These are some interesting stories you told me. He even told me about how another manager lost her husband last year, and she still came to work. And you know what I said? What the hell does this have to do with me? That's exactly what I said. Now, before those of you think that I'm really, really cold and and, and that I have no sympathy at all, if you're thinking that now, you really don't know me at all. See, the thing is, I'll give... You know, I'll give my condolences, but I also know this. There is no way that that woman wanted that information to be divulged by her counterpart, let alone who's supposedly my manager, who is so self-serving that doesn't understand that there's a damn pandemic going on. And truth be told, I will take time off for myself because I have people to take care of, too. And the thing is, I'm just never going to stop being me and doing what I got to do. So why would you even make this an issue right now? See what I'm saying? And he's doing that as a way of trying to be superior. And, well, here's the point. I'm looking at it like this. You're not going to break me down. You're not going to make me feel insecure. You're not going to make me feel any sort of way that I will not allow myself to feel. See what I'm saying? They can't beat you the same way you can beat yourself. Now, if you have a guilty conscience and you're living with all that guilt all the time, yeah, see, you're already hurting yourself at that point. But I don't have no guilt. I don't have no shame. And I also live off of NFG. So, see, and that's why NFG is important. Because as long as you got it, nobody else around here can go ahead and try to manipulate you like senior jackass dad. See what I'm saying? And, and, I, and I just looked right at him. I said, look, I'm not here at this job to impress anybody, especially you and especially that moron in the corner. And you know who I was talking about. The guy I always make fun of on this show with the, Oh, hey guys, uh, we have to go to get, we have to, oh, it's us to, Yeah, that's how he actually talks. <laughs> Believe it or not, that is exactly how my would-be team lead talks. And he lazy as hell. I can't respect people like that. I just can't. Now, if it's somebody else out there, like, I had enemies at one time. That I respected a lot better than that guy. And truth be told, it's because like when you meet on the battlefield, there's a mutual line of respect you go. And you see, like, some people, you know, be like, well, we're the opponent. But then there are other people where you're like, wow, you're not even a stage one boss, man. You just you just really, really suck. And, and no offense, we will never have that vibe. And you see, the thing is, I also hate fake people. I don't know a lot of y'all out there. Shoot, I, I've been seeing that. I'll probably see that every damn... As long as I'm still walking around here, I'll probably be seeing that. And truth be told, I don't, I don't live in fear of fake people. I don't live in fear of the people even in that management office or anybody that roams around here. Any sort of antagonism, I really don't care because I know I can face it. I will punch through it. Philosophically. Metaphorically. Or even physically. Well, you know, <laughs> I'm going to have to hold back on the physically thing because anything can get you thrown behind bars now. At least even if you go that far because nowadays they'll find a way to wipe you out before you get there. So, but the way the golden track record is around here, I mean, I never thought that you had to live in a day and age where you couldn't necessarily jog or do anything for your physical fitness. And apparently so. Here, here we are now. This is this is 2020. But see, the problem with 2020 is everybody puts their blame on 2020, and because it'll always be remembered as a year where everything was canceled and Corona, but it won't be remembered as. 
the year like where you know we got some successes out of this. Now I didn't ex- I expected to graduate college, but I didn't expect to graduate college during the time of peak pandemic. I didn't expect to actually be moving forward on different things regarding J360 Productions because hey. I have like multiple different secret projects that are coming into play now because I actually have time to do them. And then I'm also trying to get the hell out of Delaware to do different things, which as I keep pointing that out to you. So if I'm ever in your neighborhood or anything, don't hesitate to say hi, because I plan on going to a lot of these conventions and podcast meetups and they will come back. And if you're somebody out there that's really suffering, I just want you to know, okay, you didn't go through it alone. There are people there that are on this, quote, front line and essential workers out there that are feeling the pinch, too. Because sometimes we don't really get, you know, we we don't really get job security. We don't really get hazard pay. We don't get too much of any of that stuff that, you know, they're over here trying to show that we do. I mean, I'm hoping that some of you did get your stimulus checks. But then there's the idea that, guess what? They were stingy about that, too, because there's plenty of people out here who had to go without. But you're not suffering alone. See what I'm saying? And now that they're all talking about food shortages and basically, and the whole thing with Adele's body change and all that stuff, it's like, what the hell is wrong with the media right now? It's like, you know, at the end of the day, it's okay to give people facts. It's okay to tell us what exactly is going on. But get all the fluff and the propaganda out of it. Like, there's a time and a place for this crap. But you over here stirring the pot, going ahead and adding more panic and more seasoning of fear. That's why these irrational jerks are out here every day. And just like some people out here that are fighting against the uh, seemingly unfair... um, what what do they call the unfair stay-at-home orders? Because you got some people that are in charge of different states that don't make any sense. Which I'm happy about now that this kind of happened because you at least know who the hell runs your state right now. I like to say that to everybody does. You see what I'm saying? At least you're informed about that. You know who that is now. So hopefully when election season rolls around, you will not vote that person in. <laughs> you'll go ahead and you'll take a look at some different choices. And as you should, because if you, it's, it's easy to be apathetic. It's easy to be not, you know, negligent about things. Because you don't want to see it. You, you know, there's no fight with that, right? So you're not going to sit there and try anything. You're just going to be like, oh, well, uh, um, I'm just going to go ahead and vote what I'm used to. And, and, and I'm easy to, you know, it's easy to please that way. Yeah, there's no fight with that. I'm totally okay. And there's plenty of people out there who are in these government jobs, that bank on it. That's like the best job security you can give them. There's a movie by Eddie Murphy with that. It's called A Distinguished Gentleman. You should check it out sometime. Think about it. He was a con man that became a congressman simply because his name had Thomas Jefferson. Isn't that something? But, hey, man. If it's it's not about how you get in, it's about what you use to get in. See what I'm saying? It's about like the upward climb, and it's just like so sad nowadays. And I and I sit there all the time, and I hear all these narratives, and I see all these things because you got the body positivity crowd all fired up because of what Adele looks like, and you got um a lot of the skeptics out here talking about what's going on in the news, 
and you got all the Trumpites acting up because people are saying he's doing a horrible job with this coronavirus. And then you got all the anti-Trump people that are sending me email, by the way, which I managed to cancel because I got tired of it, sending me email saying, oh, see Trump's messing up. Now's our time to strike. Please sign this petition. Not signing that crap. However, I will sign a look into a petition to sign to suspend uh, student debt. You know, I will look into that. I'm ready to get rid of mine. But at the same time, I'm also thinking this. I worked. That was a sign that I really wanted my education. You know what I mean? In some cases, when I borrowed, in some cases, I didn't. You know, like, like people look at these kind of things wrong. Like, when you take out a loan, you should always be prepared to pay it back. I don't understand why people just say, oh, it's free money. I don't have to do anything. Yeah. It's not, it's, it's money that was co-signed by somebody else. You feel me? There's something, there's, there's something where it's like, you know, I think, what is the word? It starts with a... It starts with an R, and, I, and I'm getting that vibe out of it. You know, what? what is it called? Uh, uh, yeah, responsibility, that's it. Yeah, see, that little thing, it's not adulting, even though people call it adulting now, but it's called responsibility. Follow through on that, okay? That way is the reason that your credit will be a lot better, and then you'll be open up to different things. And, then, you know, you might not need the thing that you're looking, that you want, but you will need the thing that you need. It's a little matter of wants and needs, and people are not necessarily playing with that right now. And it's so sad. <laughs> well, you know, sucks to be that. Oh, no, no, no. Let's be a little compassionate, right? Let's do things the Christian way. Though at the same time, I kind of wonder what that is now. Well, actually, I know what it is, but things like this varies amongst other people. But I will say, if you're out there and you're really suffering, you're not suffering alone. And when it gets right down to it, if you're worried about getting another job, well, I, I want to tell you this. It's a scary time. Losing a job can be very, very heartbreaking for some people. Me, on the other hand, I'm hoping and praying that I lose mine. Because I'm, I, you know, you probably know. I got multiple episodes describing why, so I'm not going to go ahead and blow that right here. But what I'm going to tell you is, is this. Don't worry too much. What do you want out there that really means something to you? What exactly is the most important thing on the agenda for you? Where do you see yourself? Do you see yourself still doing the same thing? Okay, well, go ahead and look and see if there's a counterpart out there that's hiring for it. Or, if you are running your own business, try to see if there's a way that this government of ours, which should have a failsafe for any and all things, even if they're random occurrences, like what this was, to help you get back on your feet. And then, you know, chances are you might not have that business when we all open up again. So you got to be prepared to do that alternative take, to have that plan B or plan C all ready to go. I mean, you know, like there are times where I can't, you know, I can't stress it enough, but you should be prepared for anything. And you see, when it gets right down to uh, doing this series or basically just doing J360 Productions in general, I'll be doing that full time. But I also know this. Be prepared for anything. Think with the end in mind a little bit. But you will get a job again. Oh, you know how I know? Because you're a fighter too. Just about anybody that listens to this show here, I can safely assume or be absolutely certain 
you're just as hungry as me. You're just as capable of getting a better job than what you currently are at. Because much like me, it ain't the end for you. And quite a lot of us out here, we got the skill set, the guile, and every, and we all embrace the grind, but then there comes a concept where, you know, you have to act on it. And don't look to your friends or family entirely to give you that back and that support. Because sometimes, see, you know how, like, when I mentioned all that earlier, there's a status quo and a comfort zone there. And see, some people don't see themselves any more than what they are right now. And if you have enough drive like myself, you'll know that you're building towards something. You're just making something huge, and it's something only you can see. Because they're settled. They, they, they co-sign to their fate. If anything else, like some people live, sit around Delaware and they're like, Oh, will it ever get any better than this? Gee, I hope so, because this chump change ain't going to do too well unless you're getting a raise. Or unless you have, unless it's something you really like. And I can't knock you if you like it. Like, some people at my day job, they like being there. And I guess because they figure that that's the way it's always going to be. But me, myself, when I first walked in there, and I looked, took one good look around, and I went ahead and I reapplied back to college. I said, <laughs> hell with it. It ain't for me. And, you know, my would-be manager tries to say, like, you know, maybe this ain't the job for you. And I'm like, well, it's not. But the thing about it is, I don't need you to try to go ahead and run around with that rumor crap and try to say all this stuff. I looked him in the eye and I said, I'm here for me. And that's all that you need to know. You got to trust that people can do a job. Like when you're an employer, you got to trust that people can do the job. Because if you're going to be acting as though like you're paranoid and you're harassing and you're going above and beyond where your area and your station is, he might run that job. But the thing about it is, I run my life. I make the final decisions for me. And you see, that's what you got to think about all the time. Your overall well-being and responsibility is yourself. And your mindset is yours too. And if you, you know, we're all going to recover through this in our own way. And just remember, recovery is possible. But like I told you before, you're going to get another job. If you're capable, you're guiled, and you're not down out by the sickness here. And if you're not letting uh, anxiety and everything else cripple you, you're, you're only human. But you will recover and you will get another job in another position. You'll know this. And sometimes even bigger and better than before. But don't look to the news to coddle you and don't look towards certain people to coddle you because they go through and grieve differently. And some people have to stay down in that cesspool before they can actually rise up. And and I look at it all the time. I, I used to know somebody like that. If he's in a real dark phase, he need to be by himself. But the problem is with that, miserable people want company. And strength in numbers, you know. It's kind of like when you look at people um, always having to be uh, punching down at other people. Even though at the same time you realize if they unite as a community, they could topple things. And they will not because human nature. But, while that's very interesting to look into, there are other things about this episode to talk about. You see, I've been looking at some of the video game consoles here. I'm excited for the PS5, I really am. I want one. But I also have to think about how practical the use is going to be. Am I going to be here to mess with it all the time? Because I'll be honest with you, in the PS4 era, I kind of went off to the wayside. 
I didn't really go all out like I wanted to because, I mean, I also have some stuff from the PS3 era I need to play. My wall of shame is insane. <laughs> and it's to the point where I'm like, well, I had no choice but to go ahead and do that new Power Play series because, yeah, we need to even out a few things, which is why I'm doing Bioshock again for this new run of Power Play episodes. And I like how the remastering's going on. The music's just fine, and the gunplay is amazing. But, you know, it's just the start of what's to come. And I can do that in multiple different forms. And I will. Because, you see... While I do have different video uh, streaming outlets, you guys are going to be looking at the uh, the YouTube channel a lot, too. Yeah, I'm working on some expansions on different things here. Like, of course, you know that Hanging with J-Man is more or less just an expansion of the J-Man show. If you, <laughs> you know, and there's just um, a lot of shows that are going to change over from J360 Radio to J360 TV, which I have looked into the cycling about. Who would have thought that the sports world would be completely quiet right now? Except for UFC. I think they got another event coming up, right? Which, um, well, other than seeing people get bloodied up in the cage, it's going to be kind of hard because I like looking at the crowd too, man, seeing reactions and all. So, I mean, it's the same reason why I couldn't even enjoy wrestling for a while. Like, they're talking about their numbers are dropped significantly because the crowd makes the show. And when no crowd, it's like, it's bizarre. So I hope we bounce back and we get to a state of normalcy where we can see that again. You know what I'm saying? Because I I am so glad I didn't go to that WrestleMania this year. Because I was like, no crowd? Performance center? Really? The hell with all that? Nah, I got to be there where everybody is as crazy as what's going on in that ring. That's what I want to see. And it's a giant spectacle. And you can see all sorts of celebrities and all sorts of just it, it seems like such a wild party, especially when they do the Hall of Fame celebrations. That's what I want to go to, you know, and we'll, we'll get back to that day. I mean, hopefully we're not wearing lower face masks anymore, but because that stuff itches. I'm glad I have somewhat of a beard now trimmed up, you know, but I'm, <laughs> if I didn't have that crap, man, it's stupid fabric be all rubbing against my face and crap. I don't like that. No. Yeah, it is wild, too, because I used to dress up all the time and wear different kind of masks and stuff. So, I, things have, I have changed a lot. <laughs> but, I mean, it's just it's just eerily quiet in the sports world. That's why I'm looking at the Cyclone like, all right, it won't come back as a full show. Not this year. If anything, it'll be segments on different J360 radio shows. But I just can't see myself doing a full show for this right now. Even though the NFL schedule dropped, and man, I'm excited. We play against the Redskins first, which is very good. Very good. Because I would love to make my older brother cry about that. Uh, he, he had to be a Redskins fan. Couldn't have been anything, you know, great. But then again, that's all right, because the Philadelphia Eagles are not for everybody, as it's always proven. Because you got people to this day still hating, even though, um, you know, we're going to get that Super Bowl again. It's going to happen. There will be a second coming. Sometimes the best sequels take time to make. You know what I mean? You don't want to do it immediately the year after. (sighs) But I know that and you know that. Now, regarding the whole video games thing, I'm not really in a rush to buy any new consoles. Like, I looked at the Xbox uh, Series X, which, by the way, how does Xbox go about naming their titles? Or, Or for their consoles, that is. 
The whole thing's just weird. It's like it's like the way movies name their titles sometimes. Yeah, you'll you'll get three that make sense, not in plot wise, but you know, in terms of titles. But then that fourth one comes along, and then it's a is either uh, uh, it's either the same title as the first one, or it's the one that where it's the subtitle, and then the other one's a subtitle, and then you're trying to figure out where they all fit in. And then chances are they probably don't fit in anywhere, and it's just the odd man out, kind of like Mad Max. Fury Road's a good movie, yes. But where the hell does it fit in the timeline? And I'm sure some of y'all know that because the lore always comes out before the movie does. But, hey, whatever. And it's just like, I, I seen the way they all look. They Great tech demos, but where's the other stuff? And then before you tell me that backwards compatibility is the thing, it's like, yeah, that's cool and everything. But I want to know what exactly am I spending all my money on? And not in a technical jargon either. So I'll wait six months for it. Nah, at least then I can go ahead and say it was my own. And hopefully I'll be up and out of here by then. Hopefully. Try to make some movements happen in 2021. 2020 kind of needs a little bit of a, uh, you know, time out right now. At least. Now. What can I tell you about... Now, I've been making references to Adele all, all episode. And I just want to let you all know this, right? You know, she's not an example for how you should live your life, right? You do know, like, the way somebody else looks just because they're photographed all the time and people are saying, these are the top bods and all that other stuff. Doesn't mean you got to live that way. You could be hefty, pleasantly plump. You could be really, really skinny. You could be whatever the hell you want to be. That's your bag. Let it be your bag. I mean, you got more people out here that are so insecure about themselves. And, of course, there's big business that thrives on insecurity. And you're going to allow a picture of a woman who has not made any hits in a while. Even though she has a... eh, Well, there was another picture where she looked a lot better than that. But she she did all she needed to do for right now. I'm sure there's another hit coming. But it's like, don't let that worry you out. They're like, ladies, come on now. Of all different shapes, bodies, skin tones, and sizes, there are brothers out there that like that. I'm one of them. If, you, if you're somebody with curves, oh, yeah, you got my attention. Uh, you, you know, the, how do you think the pretty one got my attention? Well among other things but the thing is is this fine looking woman whereas like you see you look over at uh, adele or anybody else that lost weight or like there are some fellas out there to actually because nobody talks about the men that have body image problems too you know like when chris pratt wasn't as chubby as he was for guardians of the galaxy there was a lot of men out there that were cringing about it not me i didn't care <laughs> you know what i mean because i know whether i'm hefty or swole I'm still me, and I'm still pretty damn awesome. And then as I go ahead and I work on that whole thing with weight management, don't you think that's more of a personal journey? I mean, you got people killing themselves for June. Yeah. But not not for the rest of their lives, mind you. I mean, they start doing all this newfangled diets and crap in January just for June. Now, I'm not one to go ahead and tell you how to live your lives, but don't live like that. Yeah, yeah, let's go ahead and change that rule a little bit. Don't live like that. The hell with June. June doesn't make any sense. Live forever. Live for it until it's time for you to go. 
If you want to get in your best body shape, hell, work on it. You can run around and tell people about it, but unless you actively pursue it, nobody's going to know. And also, people are not going to care anymore. You see? It's kind of like if you throw out more and more of your information on that kind of stuff. That's nice that you're doing that. It's like when I'm trying to play the guitar. I could tell you I'm going to play the guitar, but if I'm not actively pursuing it, and you see that it's time for the concert, and I sound like all to be damned, then I really didn't invest in that journey, did I? You see what I mean? Live for you. Make this important for your time. Because one way or another, they don't care. Like People around you in general do not give a damn about where your standpoint is. And there's a lot of agencies and modeling uh, companies that, yeah, sure, they'll, they'll go ahead and they'll take your looks to go ahead and sell their products. They'll go ahead and they'll find a way to utilize you, even though at the same time you're saying you don't want to be seen as an object. You want to be seen as a liberated free person, which at the same time, yeah, you're already locked in on some sort of person's dime to go ahead and make money off of you. So how free are you exactly? <laughs> it's one of them kind of things. And it's a sad, it's a sad, sick way because the if you think the filmmaking industry is rigid, you should look at all the other sectors. Like you know, the fashion industry can be pretty damn rigid too. Journalism in general, rigid. All these things that we are seeing and consume all the time are rigid, and they have an agenda, something awful, each and every time. And there are people, like I said, killing themselves. Trying to be popular. It's something that'll come. I mean, like, look, I'm not going to toot my own horn on it, but it was kind of nice coming back from hiatus and going into different projects and helping people. I don't know whether it's popular or not, but at the same time, it was nice to be thought of, and I don't hesitate in doing that for people. Like, shout outs to the Roman and and Roman, uh, oh God, the Roman pot and cast. Shout outs to cult 45 podcast shout outs to you know the three r show the first ever show i crossed over on was a horribly awkward show which by the way i need to go ahead and see eins again it was awesome but the thing is is that you know with a rambling uh random ramblings with rob oh yeah we're gonna go ahead and even that up because anybody that leaves me a voicemail like that obviously needs to hang out with j-man a little bit (laughs) and it's gonna happen But like I said, the whole success wave and stuff, you know, it's just something that comes from being true to yourself. Like, what do you get out of all this? But you don't follow the trends. And I I made an episode about that years ago where, you know, like popularity is a joke. But people still don't get it. They're not living for themselves. And that whole thing about self-love, well, that's just a pipe dream to some people, right? That's just stuff that's on the tin. And I really wish it wasn't. Because you're all better than that. If you get my drift. But hey, like I said, live for you. You will get a job again. You will bounce back on your feet. This is this at best is just an extended hiatus for some of y'all. But you're going to come out of it stronger because you have no choice but to. So do try to come out of it stronger. I got your back. You know? Matter of fact, I got to get more involved with the community around me. So I'm going to work on that too. But I know that this was supposed to be the start of Schlockomania. 
And I thought this, okay? I managed to find some horrible movies coming up. So that's why episode 152 will be the start of Schlockomania. So we're going to be sitting back talking about different movies. Three different movies, that is. And then we're going to go ahead and look and see what worked and what didn't work. And then we'll go ahead and talk about are they watchable or not? Because I'll never tell you if a movie is good or bad. I'll just uh, let you know whether it's watchable or not. But until then, this is the J-Man signing off. And it was fun doing another episode for you all. Because I ain't going on hiatus again anytime soon. So, peace out.